it's the season of love and i think it's pretty fitting and timely to share one of the many lessons that i have learned in the most recent k-drama series that i have watched entitled reply 1988 which i highly recommend by the way it's available on netflix has one season with 20 episodes approximately one and a half to two hours each but trust me it's definitely worth it Shout out to my friends who suggested it to me, Bea, Jenshal, thank you so much. The whole series was a slice of life with emphasis on familial, platonic, and romantic love. With that, I'd be sharing two key takeaways that I had from the main love interest or the love triangle that existed there. I will not give away any blatant spoilers, but you might be able to come up with a conclusion upon hearing the thoughts that I will be sharing. But don't worry, I will try hard not to, okay? I got you. Without further ado, happy Valentine's Day. This is Marie and welcome to my podcast. The first one's actually pretty hurtful. It's as if an arrow was shot and it directly pierced through your heart, but the catch is, it's not of cupids. It's from reality. This is a tough pill to swallow, but it's the truth. You can be the best person in the world, but never the best one for him or her. Or the other way around. He or she can be the best person in the world, but never the best one for you. To put it in a clearer perspective, You can be a stellar student, a petite fair-skinned girl, an athlete, a gamer, a total package, and he or she still won't see you as a significant other. There could be an infinite list of reasons why, but the main ones could be, first, you're just not his type and what he is looking for, and second, how you show your love does not resonate with them, which I will elaborate further in the second takeaway. But for now, let's focus on the former. Love and attraction, for me, is all about preferences. Some prefer dancers, some singers, some both, some good in math, others in English, younger, older, richer, taller, responsible, spontaneous, whatever. We all have preferences and attributes that we look for in a partner. Could be petty or grand, all of that is really up to you. And consequently, there are also deal breakers. Certain parts of their personality that we just can't accept or tolerate despite all the good things he or she has to offer. Now, this happens. In real life, this actually happens. You can be the kindest, most supportive, 100% joable, nearly perfect human being. But if he or she prefers otherwise, it will never be you. The choice will not be you no it's not a you problem no it's not that you're difficult to love or you are not enough it's just a bad case of mismatch two people that are too indifferent with each other sure opposites attract but only up to a certain degree you cannot force for love to happen when the spark and chemistry is just not there You may say that, okay, fine, I'll do whatever it takes to make it happen. I'll try to be everything. I'll be whatever he or she wants me to be. You sure? How long will you be able to keep that up? Might work for the first few weeks or months, but as time goes by, you will grow tired and resentful towards your partner because 
you will feel that you have always given too much. That you are the one that is more invested in the relationship. Worst case scenario, you'll use that against him with the argument that I became everything you wanted me to be only for you to blah blah blah. My dear, he or she did not force you to change. It was your own decision and liking, so before you get to that point, do not even attempt to do so. There is no need for you to try hard to be someone you're not just so you could be loved. It doesn't work that way. Same goes if your partner is emotionally draining. Sis, he's not it. Remember that how you are treated is way more important than who he is. If you ever find yourself in this situation, just remember that love is not to be forced. Well, yeah, it requires work and effort, but if it drains you so much and you lose yourself in the process, it's not healthy. It's okay to let go of a relationship that does not work out, even if you figured that out in your fifth or sixth year. Do not try to save it out of pangihinayang because of its length. Instead, think of the years that you could have wasted more if you kept on sticking with the person that you know very well is not the right one. It's just not a match is a very valid reason. So it's okay. Make them move if you feel like doing so. And for those who have been unrequited for this very same unfortunate reason as well, it's not your fault. No, it's not. Someone else out there is looking for a person with the exact traits that you possess. So don't get caught up with the notion that this one's the best and this one's the last. He should be it. He's definitely it. No. You're still going to meet a lot of people as you go who can treat you way better than any of the past ones did. So believe and affirm that, yeah, the best is yet to come. Before we proceed with the second one, let's give out a little sigh. Since the first one was quite heavy, but for the next, it's more lighthearted, so be good. As I said earlier, a factor why we can never be the best person for someone is because the way we love them does not resonate well with them. This is because we need to love a person according to their love language and not ours. For example, some people think annoying the person they love is cute with jokes about their physical appearance, short list of accomplishments, among others. But for those who have been emotionally neglected with low self-esteem, this does not work. He or she does not need any more of those teasing and below-the-belt jokes. They would want assurance, affirmation, belief that they are worthy of love and that they are just as special as anybody else. That is what they will count as love. So if you'd say that, I've been teasing you for the longest time, making fun of you for you to notice me, and you do not count that as love? No, she will not. Because that's your love language, your way of making other people feel loved, not hers. So it's not effective. It will not reach her. She does not see that in any way as cute and sweet. So she'd prefer to be with someone who can give her the words of affirmation that she has been yearning for. This is like looking back at the first lesson. The guy's intention might be pure and sincere, but since the girl has her preferences, which is someone that is reassuring and sweet, 
she will choose that guy over him. Does that make him not enough? At fault? Unworthy of love? No. That right there is an example of indifference. They just didn't match. So to save you from all of those wasted time and effort and future regrets, do yourself a favor by doing a research on the five love languages by Gary Chapman, which are words of affirmation, receiving gifts, physical touch, quality time, and acts of service. Then, figure out which is the most suitable for your significant other. Always take note of how your partner or the love of your life wants to be loved and see if you can do that. That's the way through their heart. You can ask them, you can have them answer tasks on the internet, anything, as long as you find out. Because that will help you keep your relationship afloat by doing the right approach. out there spending another valentine's alone apir marami rami tayo <laughs> kidding aside here's your affirmation that love will come in the most unexpected places but requires effort if you want to keep it if you still feel like you're nowhere near ready that's totally fine do not feel pressured because of all the cheesy pda posts you see on social media you'll get there You'll have your time. Just a little more patience, okay? For now, go watch or rewatch Reply 1988. Please just do it. This is your sign. And then that's it. Another episode came to a close. Thank you for tuning in. Hope all of you are feeling loved and needed. This is Marie. Bye bye. <laughs>